welcome to Euphoria, where we look back on the great glam and garish of Eurovision past. But this is not a normal episode. No, it is not. This is a mini foria, isn't it, Roland? Well, it may not be mini uh, well, no, when we get into the in depth with the songs. Um, no, but it's very exciting, as well, isn't it? We're right now. Today is the fifth of May. And in exactly a week's time, I will be probably already quite hammered um, watching Eurovision. I can't believe it's come oh, around again. My God, it's so quick. So we're going to try and get this episode out as, as usual with these sort of in-between episodes. We never quite know the schedule, but we're going to try and get it out before the first semi-final so that any songs we're discussing still has some sort of relevance. Um, so it will be soon. Uh, before the first semi-final which is just what four days away five days away oh no no i know i know i'm trying to like trying to plan this week people keep asking if i want to do stuff and i'm like i'm actually really busy (laughs) this week i'm afraid i've got tuesday and thursday it's the eurovision semi-final so i can't really do anything although do i admit in in this episode or shall i say that for the next episode what i told you at the end of last week isabel Right, this is this is something I'm going to make a public statement about now. Actually, is that after <laughs> oh, we no. after we recorded the last episode, Roland told oh. me after we'd recorded it. So once we'd stopped yeah. recording, that whilst me, you, and by you I mean you, the audience, you, the listeners, the lovely yeah. listeners of this podcast, and yeah. everyone we know, next Saturday we'll be watching Eurovision. Um, yeah. Roland won't be. <laughs> Um, it's bad enough he's moved (laughs) to another bloody country but what are you doing Uh, next Saturday Roland I'm a a plus one to a wedding Mm. yeah aren't you (laughs) Um, yeah I am and the really really terrible thing is is that two two of our listeners from the United States of America has given me a genuine invite to watch Eurovision with them and I would have taken out this is why I'm fan favourite because you are going to a wedding on the day of Eurovision. <laughs> I mean, I, can't, I, I would genuinely not be friends with someone if Who? they had a wedding on the day of Eurovision. Like, if yeah, I just, I mean, it just wouldn't happen. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't be there. Like, it's just, just bad planning. Oh, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get it. And I understand that I will have gone down in pretty much everyone's eyes for the fact that I am not watching Eurovision live. I have a plan, uh, whether it works or not. I mean, uh, I I don't know if I'll be able to avoid any spoilers or whatever, but I'm going to download it over the BBC app and on the way back from the wedding the morning after i'm going to watch it in full uh it's like a it's like a three-hour train journey so i think it'll perfectly fit in so i'm gonna try that and i'm aware that that doesn't make up for the fact that i am not watching your original live you are you are the worst but but Isabel I'm so excited for your Eurovision did I uh, catch through the grapevine that you are doing a lip sync is that correct that is correct indeed Um, next week for anyone who lives in the London area or outside of which and would want to come down come to London for the night uh, myself and well I will be co-hosting as with last year um, without Roland obviously uh, a Eurovision screening at the Amersham Arms in Newcross Mm. in South London with the wonderful portion of fries there is going to be drag queens there's going to be prizes there's going to be songs there's going to be lip syncs me and Portia are going to be doing a little lip sync together (laughs) a little bit of a surprise I don't want to ruin what it is but it is Eurovision iconic 
Eurovision yes. iconic, and I am going to nail it. I've been practicing oh a my lot. God. Um, so okay. if you do live in the area, you should come down. You can buy tickets on Eventbrite. You just search for Nil Point or Nil Nil Points uh, and Eventbrite on Google, and the link will come up. They're only like a fiver um, if you buy them beforehand. Mm. It's going to be so much fun. Absolutely come. And it's right by New Crossgate Station, which now... Easy access. Overnight um, underground, isn't there? So you can get 24-hour access home. You can yeah, go if you live like East London like I do, you can get the overground um, overnight. Perfect. Bloody perfect, oh, mate. Amazing. That's so good. Um, should we uh, tell uh, our listeners what this episode, what we're doing this episode? I just realised we haven't done that yet. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to review all the songs. And yeah, this is... all of them. I've done a couple of interviews over the last couple of weeks as well. So we've got some wonderful guest voices coming in from time yes. to time as well. Basically, me and Roland just going to go through the whole list and just say, which are shit? Which are great? Which ones we'll forget? Should we do this? I mean, I feel like to get through all of these, we are definitely going to need a drink. Oh, I'm ready. Um, in front of me, I have a bottle of gin and a bottle of mezcal. Ooh. I'm going to start with a gin and tonic, actually. Good for you, mate. I yeah, have got ice in a glass. A, um, a, about, about to pop a bottle of Cava Rosada from Whoa. wonderful Catalonia. Oh my god, that's well fancy! Congratulations. Thanks so much. Just wanted a bit of pink fizz, didn't I? Yeah, of course. Shall we? Shall we do the process? Here we go. Oh my god. Oh. (laughs) Cheers, mate. Happy Eurovision week. Cheers, love. Happy Eurovision Eve. Mm. Oh, that's quite strong. Oh. Oh dear. Need it to get through some of these songs though, so. Oh, we might well. <laughs> okay, great. So let's we, let's just go through these in alphabetical order, mate. Is it alphabetical order? Okay, hold on. Let me rearrange they... my. Um... Oh shit. No, no, this is fine because I've put it. I've done. I've well organised and I've put it all into a table on a word <laughs> document, and that means I can sort by ascending or descending. Haven't I done well? Oh, he's such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> so let's sort by ascending. There we go. Oh, start with uh, that one then. Interesting. <laughs> no, we're not starting strong, are we? Um, oh, we might have different opinions here. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so all we right. are starting with Albania. Mm. Um, the, the song is called Mol, I'm guessing. Mol. Mal. Mol. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By Eugent Bushpepper. Hmm. <laughs> Um, so I'll, I'm interested to hear your opinion on this then, Roland. So, I don't know. This is, I think it depends on when you listen to this song because I, I went through all the songs and I think I went through a rough patch of lots and lots of fairly dirge-ish kind of mediocre, middle-of-the-road songs. And I the note that I wrote down was, do they really think they can win with this? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just it's 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 fine as a song. It is a song, uh, but it's not it's not a Eurovision winner, and it's not gonna get it's not gonna get in the top half. I mean, I I, I agree with you on that. I don't think it's gonna win. I think no. it's a perfectly pleasant melodic rock song. I think yeah. I'd I'd have I'd have loved it when I was about fourteen, thirteen. Well, yeah, you yeah you'd have been all about it. Oh yeah, I'm, I mean I'm I'm root, I am rooting for it to do well because I don't think it's atrocious. Mm. Um, uh, but I know it's not going to win, is it? No. No, no, and we can say we. I, I, I should stop saying that now because we can say that about the vast majority of the songs. No. That I thought it's not going to win, <laughs> obviously. Um, but um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I've so we I've done a I've done a, a starring score system out of five stars. Yeah, I've um, got out of five too. Okay, I have given this two stars. I've given it two stars too. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> and just so we know, in the odds, this is placed. 39th out of 43 so okay <laughs> not a favorite there uh then should we move oh, on dear. yeah let's move on armenia. armenia so this is um come, come here uh by savak uh kanagian yes um this is not my bag mm. at all no no um, I, I would agree with you no, I think it sounds, he sounds quite whiny. I think mm. he just sounds like he's whining. And I also now can't listen to it when he sings the, when he sings the chorus, the, the, the song name. It just sounds like he's saying, come here. Like, come here. C- like a northerner, come here, come here. Come come here. here. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It's super, super soft. And I wrote down emotional acoustic guitar strumming has no place in Eurovision. Um <laughs> It, it's just like it's it just washes over you like a kind of i don't know like a lukewarm weird thing with some seaweed in it it's not great no um it's it's placed 28th in the odds uh, as well so uh, much higher than albania but still not uh, up there as a potential winner that's why i gave it one out of five I gave it two out of five, the same as I gave Albania not fair fi- enough <laughs> not feeling i mean uh, yeah anyway uh that's uh, Armenia. We have to move straight on. Straight on. We're blasting through these things quick, but there oh, we yeah. go. Australia. Australia. This is Jessica Moreboy with the song We Got Love. Uh, Isabel, what do you think about We Got Love? Um, so I know I like to shit on Australia. <laughs> As I've said before, it's mainly just to annoy my friend Nikki, yeah. um, who is Australian. Yeah. But this is a bit... Nah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's Je- uh, Jessica is an incredible performer. I've seen, uh, you, you know, I've seen before other songs. Um, they should have sent her with a better song. Mm. I feel like they've sent someone who is wonderful, but yeah. they should have given her a better song to come with. They're gonna do well because they're Australia, and not only yeah. are they still, I think, a novelty in the competition four years yeah. in, um, but also because I think uh, probably at any one time there's around. 15 million Australian backpackers all over the globe who can vote for her from other countries. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to do well. It's going to do probably, I think, better than it deserves to do because it is not a strong song. And when you compare it to... Um, some, you know their previous entries I mean again I get, you can go back to Dami because she is the best of Australia yeah. so far in terms yeah. of only been four but yeah. you compare it to Dami Im it, Christ it, doesn't, stand up, it right? doesn't no not at all no no I wrote down it's only okay um, I gave it two and a half stars out of five middle of the road it'll do well but it's not a great great song no I gave it two out of five completely fair um, in the odds and I think uh Sort of agreeing with what you were saying is despite the quality of the song, it is 10th place in the odds uh, yeah. to win. And that makes perfect sense. As you said, lots of Aussie backpackers all over the globe voting for <laughs> Australia. They're all in Clapham. They're yeah, all they are. in Clapham. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> we are now Austria. moving on to Austria. We're still on the A's, still working our way through. 
Um, this is Caesar Sampson with the song Nobody But You. Mm, um, I wish I, Caesar was singing that about me. Whoa. He's hello. a hunky hunk. <laughs> he's a good looking guy. He's very he's, good looking guy. He's 100% got my like hottie of the year for Eurovision this ah, year. Okay, good. I'm glad, that, I'm glad that we established that. I haven't written, any, written those down, so I'll, I'll figure that out a long way. But um, I wrote, I mean, he's a hunky guy. Uh, I wrote down that this sounds like something that the UK would enter. It's kind of kind of a Eurovision song, but it's not quite smart enough or good enough to be a proper Eurovision song. It does have a funky piano riff for about seven seconds, and then that goes away, and I wish they kind of brought that in for a bit longer. But it's not. I mean, it's it's very middling. Again, it's not a standout for me. No, no, the song isn't. But Caesar's a hottie. And it is, when you think about what they put through last year, that atrocious, because I'm walking on it mm. by Nathan Trent. Oh, oh that God, was yeah, the yeah. worst. Yeah. I hated him. <laughs> um, I think they've upped their game this year. So good on you, Austria. You've yeah. actually put through a likable contestant yes. um, and a likable song, even if it's not going to win anything. Um, so I gave it three out of five, but that might be just because I'm quite in fancy season. No, I gave it three out of five as well okay, but then. i think maybe that i was influenced by his good looks too uh, it is dish. in uh, in its odds it is in 17th place so oh, fairly not bad. yeah not bad but fairly middle uh, middle yeah, range there. which is what we think it is azerbaijan is the next one do you, you do we want to have a little listen to azerbaijan Ooh, because there's, we've got we've got a little bit of audio to play um about the azerbaijani entry yes. so maybe we should play a little bit of it So that's uh, X My Heart by Aesol. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that is, it's a pretty basic dance song. It's nothing mm. atrocious, mm. but also nothing new for Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Um, X My Heart, I think, is a really wanky <laughs> song. Oh, no. Name. I wrote down, I really like the name of the song. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do like the wanky, uh, stupid titles, but yeah, no. <laughs> I like the name of the song. No, oh, no, I'm not a fan. And uh, I just think it's not... Um, I think they've just gone very blur in comparison mm. to last year's. Like last year's, the Azerbaijani entry last year was Skeletons. Really which stood was out. so good. So yeah. good. That yeah. was one of the best songs last year in terms of... Yeah, uh, yeah well, just in terms of everything. It was great. Um, so this one, I feel quite disappointed. It, in the same way that with austria i'm actually i'm I'm impressed with them this year because they've done so much better than nathan trent yes i'm i'm feel let down by azerbaijan this year the reverse yeah i think that's yeah. fair azerbaijan for a long time have had a had a pretty um strong entry uh throughout uh eurovision from for the past decade or so um and this is as you say it's kind of middle of the roadie dirgy um i didn't really like the chorus that much as i said i like the name of the song I think it could still do quite well, though. 
Oh, I don't know. Well, we mm. um, well let's let's have a little listen to um. So I've uh spoken to friend friend of the podcast, another friend yes. of the podcast. Everyone's a friend of this podcast. Everyone's a friend. Is the wonderful Stephen Cass. So Stephen is a Eurovision betting expert who uh-huh. works for uh, the Racing Post over where well, he lives over in Ireland. Wow. Um, so I spoke to Stephen last week and interviewed him um, about some of his opinions on some of the songs. So the first one that we're going to listen to from Stephen is Azerbaijan. Oh, X My Heart. This song is just a disgrace. And it's in semi-final one. It's the song opener. Nobody's going to remember it. I think Azerbaijan are almost certain that's qualified. And you can basically double their money just backing them at the moment to do that. So... Wow! Ooh, strong opinion there. Um, <laughs> see, now I'm I'm thinking of uh, after all of this conversation, I'm thinking of adjusting my star rating because I gave them three originally because I just thought oh, it's a no. song. Oh, I gave um, them one. Wow! All right, I'm going to give them two. I'm going to give them two, <laughs> two stars so from fickle. me. All right, let's move on. Now we're on to the bees, Isabel. The bees. Uh, next song, Belarus, which is Forever by Alexiev. Uh, this is so this is now the second rock song that we are discussing uh, in this year's contest yeah this one is not my kind of rock song this is a no. little bit placebo-y for me and I always hated placebo <laughs> um, this for me nothing I no feelings I just wrote down blur um, oh, good yeah I gave it like, two, out, two out of five it's not the shittest but no I, so I think I've been kind with that also, isn't Alex Eve the one that was in that controversy about the stealing the song or it already being a song? Is that right? Am I thinking of someone else? I, I don't know about that. Um, I gave it two out of uh, five and it is placed 20th in the odds. So right. uh, again, not that likely to do particularly well. Never mind. Moving uh, on to Belgium. So this Belgium. Belgium's entry this year is by Senec and it's called A Matter of Time. It's... Is it's weird how it seems like now every Eurovision has a Bond song. I put this too. It's a poppy yeah. Bond theme. It's. It, I guess it's uh, after Rise Like a Phoenix, isn't it? And and you know that winner, and that's always been a hangover. But it was like Georgia last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. Georgia had Keep a Bond the song. Face. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then this year, it's a, it's a it's another Bond song. I quite like it. It's it's like yeah. a sexy kind of chilled Bond thing. Um, but it's just a weird musical choice. It's not like we hear that much pop music that are Bond songs other than Bond songs. And they're only released like once every four or five years. <laughs> um, it's not much for me. I gave yeah. it th- 3.5 stars though. 3.5, you're such a nerd. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm always really excited about Belgium's entries. Mm. Um, and I think they are very much due a win oh, at some point really? soon. I really like Belgium stuff. Last year, we got the Glorious Blanche with course, City yeah. Lights, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think they are... I would not be surprised to see a Belgium entry, uh, winner within the next few years because I think they just mm. they do put through some solid songs yeah. this one's yeah it's I put I gave it three out of five as well I put yeah I said it was a poppy bond theme tune I think it's gonna do yep. perfectly well but it was not gonna win it's placed 13th in the odds so you know Lovely. reasonably high up but um mm. you know there we go next up is Bulgaria with Bones by Equinox so Bulgaria if you all remember they came very close to winning mm. last year with yeah. the lovely little um lesbian looking teenager Christian Kostov <laughs> um who said some odd things after the contest but we'll yeah. move on from that yeah uh, it's okay 
I think the verses are a bit dull. I, I like when the chorus kicks in, but mm. I, the but that's not enough to bake a song. So I, I gave it two out of five. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I kind of don't get it. Like, I know people are quite big on this one. People think it's pretty good. There was a lot of hype around it when I, when it was first came out, and I think that is because it did uh, Bulgaria did so well last year. I don't get it. It's not, it's, it's not a song I'm going to listen to outside of Eurovision. I gave it two stars. <laughs> Next up is uh, Croatia, um, which I've spelt wrong on my sheet. So it says Croatia, which I think sounds okay. like a fun country. Croatia, yeah. Croatia. So Croatia have entered Franca with the song Crazy. So yeah. if you remember last year, Croatia entered um, the, now we know as the famous homophobe Jacques Hudek. Oh God, who yeah. sang an opera duet with himself. Yeah, um, yeah. They're obviously taking it a bit more seriously this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this has enough oomph in the song to do well, but I think it's perfectly fine. Apart Perfect. from the bit where she starts talking. I <laughs> She starts talking. So I have a note and I have a note on my uh chart that is whether or not uh there is rap in the song and and unsurprisingly there's very few that do but uh I I counted this as rap. Uh it, I think it's fine. I like it better than uh the last song um Bone, uh, Bones Equinox myself. Mm. Um, I gave it three stars. It might be because they're very pretty as well. That might. I gave be it something. three as well. Yeah, it's yeah. placed. It's placed thirty first in the odds, which oh. I think it deserves a little bit higher than that. But yeah, uh, same. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, never mind. Right yeah. now, oh. mm. we're getting to a, a fucking good one, mate. I'm really yes, we are. About this one. Yes, we Cyprus are. with Eleni Foreria. Uh, I don't know how you say her surname. Foreria. Ferreira. No, yeah, like Ferreira Roche, but with an at on the end. Oh, and she is like a lovely little delicious chocolate you want to unwrap. Uh, So this is Fuego. So I think we should have a listen to Fuego. You got me pelican fly, 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 song oh my god i tell you what i hadn't seen the music video before that's quite something she looks incredible in that video isn't she a stunner and the the video is really funny as well though so it's really sexy really sexy and then suddenly there'll just be like loads of pineapples yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a great song cypress have done themselves proud with this one Oh my um, god! Last year they had Hovig with Gravity, which was a solid Eurovision banger. It was. That was yeah, a solid song. This yeah. year they are in the running to win. Mm. Absolutely agree with you, and I think that there's always, um, there's always the one that is has the potential to be a massive summer like hit, and this is definitely that. Like the word, you know, the word Fuego, and it has a lot of kind of summertime Mediterranean sounding music in it really catchy hook i love a song that's about hot and heat and stuff like that i think that works really really well <laughs> it's it, it it is fuego like it is fuego it's on it's on fuego 
It's yeah, on fire. It Their song is amazing. Yeah. It. Yeah. I. I think this. If this was, you could give this to Rihanna or K- oh, yeah. Camilla. Um, what's her name? The one that was on in Fifth Harmony. That's now massive. Um, oh yeah. Camilla Cabral. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. If you gave it to one of them, it'd be it'd be number one. In oh America. yeah, yeah. And it'd like, be number one in the UK. Especially at this time of year when it's just starting to get hot and and people are kind of looking for their summer tune or whatever. I totally think that this will has the potential to really kind of, uh, excuse the pun, catch fire and, um, you know, inspire people to, to vote for it. It is... Uh, sixth place in the odds so again has has a, a lot of chance to do very very well here I myself have given this four stars I gave it five. Oh, <laughs> it's one of your faves I love it so much I think it's top mm. three if it's not I'd be very surprised I think this is going to go down an absolute storm with I think the, it will um, and with the fan vote with the audience and what vote. we'll find out as we go through is that actually the ones that are upbeat and sort of fast paced and actually probably quite positive are weirdly this year the ones that are going to stand out more there's a lot of slower more emotional yeah. more serious songs and I really think that the people watching this year will be so relieved when like a song you can dance to is on that that those are the ones that are going to do really well this year speaking of upbeat and fun should we move on to the next song czech republic Mm. so this is um nicholas joseph lie to me so um we're going to start this um by going back to our lovely um eurovision uh, bookie expert stephen cass and listen to some Let's listen to what Stephen had to say about Uh-oh. this. Czech Republic, he's basically Justin Timberlake rip-off creep. In, in the year of Me Too, if they vote for this thing, I'd be disgusted. He's a horrible <laughs> yoke. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Stephen's not a fan. No, uh, and that makes me really fucking love Stephen because uh, this is an absolute <laughs> crock of shit of a song. Oh no, Isabel, this is the first time this year that we are having to disagree fairly vehemently on this one. What? I'm... Roland, you like this? Yeah, of course I like this song. You know like No, it's awful. The opening line is, she's a good girl at home, but her skirt goes up like Marilyn Monroe. Oh, well, I haven't listened to the lyrics, have I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now he's, I feel terrible. He's creepy. <laughs> he's creepy guy. He's my creep guy this year. You know, like last year, we thought that oh, Spain was the creepy guy. Yeah. This year, it's Mikolas. Like, he's, oh. he, he's a creep. He's a creep creep. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I can't like this one then. <laughs> no, you, I... you tell me what you thought. Tell me what you wrote down. I did. I wrote nothing about the lyrics. I did not write down. Oh, I really agree with the lyrics that he mm-hmm. says. No, I didn't write down that down. I said that um, it's super catchy and it's different. People love a brass instrument. Um, it's, People love a brass they instrument. They do. Look at look at last year. Um, no, oh, I think, but don't even dare no. compare this to Moldova. The epic sax guy. Um, no, I think it, I think it is very different. Um, yeah, he is Justin Bieber, but you know that doesn't mean that people aren't going to vote for him that means that the the tweens are going to vote for him um i think i i I completely agree with steven though i think in terms of the um post me too era no one wants this creepy shit no one wants a creepy guy no one wants this guy being like when you've got these other beautiful there's some beautiful love songs in Mm. here there's Mm. some really you know in comparison this is gonna i think this is gonna stick out like a sore thumb 
in comparison like in not in a good way yes well, there's he- brass and yes it's fun and yes it's one of the more like absolutely one of the more upbeat songs that are being entered this year of the few yeah. that there are really upbeat but yeah. i think it's going to that's not why it's going to stick out i think it's going to stick out because everyone's going to go ooh, ooh, Nicholas. I think here's the narrative you write this year, whereas two years ago uh, we had the Russia versus Ukraine right down to the final, and that was a good guy versus bad guy. How about this year you have Neta versus Nicholas right down to the final two, and it's women's rights and feminism up against the old regime and patriarchy <laughs> right this down guy to the is, final he's just one. he just is the like we said with spain last year and this is non-libelous that we mm. f- felt like he might <laughs> be the sort of person who would grab a girl's bum in a bar and then yeah. be like what 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 are you on about yeah. this guy i feel like he would maybe <laughs> be the sort of person <laughs> who would go even further than that yeah, I mean, no, he it might, wouldn't just be a bum grab. No, he might. Maybe it'd be see, a front bum grab. He, yeah, and maybe might see a uh, young woman who has had too much to drink, and he might be the sort of person who thinks I might take advantage of that. He might be the sort of person who maybe would be who, like that he, we in our opinion. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so you're right. You're right. You're right. I you're gave right, it zero right. out of five wow i hate okay. it well if it was for the music alone and if i wasn't t- taking into account the lyrics i would have given it higher but now he's been bumped down to a 2.5 which is still not great i i'm still i'm <laughs> i'm still reflecting on that but uh yeah sorry maybe a two no. make it a two it was a four i didn't listen to the lyrics we'll move on four no, but we're going to... Um, also, that is, Isabel, uh, sorry to concern you, that is f- placing fifth in the odds right now. So Nah, fuck it. It's not going to do well. All right, let's move on. I've got faith. I've got faith in my in my Eurovision bre- mm-hmm. brethren. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Uh, the next two, I could happily whiz through quite quickly. Yep, yep. Great. So the next one's Denmark. This is Rasmussen with the song Higher Ground. It's very dark. It's very Danish. It's not my thing. It's completely inoffensive. But I don't think it's very good. It's now the yep. third rock song we're talking about. Yep. Yep. Um, and out of the three, I think it's the worst one. I gave it one out of five. Um, I, it's it's Vikings meets uh, Eurovision. It's placing 18th. I gave it I gave it three, but it was just very middle of the road. Doesn't really 18th? mean anything to me. I don't think it'll do that well. Uh, well, let's uh, move on, Isabel, because actually I don't necessarily think we should we should write off this next one so quick. So next up, this is Estonia. Uh, Elena Nekayeva with the song La Forza. Um, I will caveat, I'm going to say at the start, Isabel, this is currently placing third in the odds right now. This is third favourite. You favorite. are shitting me. Well, I think we should listen to a specific part of this song. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm I gonna... made it the whole way through the song. Well, there we go. Because I think what makes this song stand out is the very, very end. Let's just listen to the last 30 seconds of the song and uh, and then we'll see where we stand. Almighty. Mm, 
She's got quite the pair of lungs on her, hasn't she? Oh my goodness me. Yes. Wow. Wow. I mean, I feel like I should eat my words a bit now because I wrote down, I just put beautiful but dull, two out of five. That's literally yeah. all I wrote. I didn't make it whole, the whole way through because I got bored of it. Yeah. I didn't get well, to that bit. That's going to do really well with the jury. Yeah, that will do really well with the jury and we need to take that into account. But I think it's fair though that you didn't listen to the whole thing and, and I think that it's a problem if that people will switch off if they... You know, if they're not into it, and then they won't hear that and that amazing end bit. That's this crazy, crazy note that she can apparently hold. But vocally, that is incredibly strong. I mean, the strongest. That is the, the oh my the god, and she's got the I think the strongest vocals of anyone in the world yeah. ever. Yeah. That's it will insane. stand out. It will stand out as well. No one really is doing that kind of operatic thing. There's a, a few kind of Balkan, uh, kind of Eastern European singing. Um, but not to that level. Um, I think of all the ones that are more traditional and less kind of poppy or or whatever, that is definitely the, the standout one. And so I think that will do well. I don't think it will win, but I think it will do very, very well. Yeah, I uh, well, as do I now. I think, yeah, yeah. I think it will do well now. Hmm, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so next up, we've got FYR Macedonia <laughs> with Lost and Found by IQ. So... Um, I, I want us to listen to this one as well, uh, Isabel, not for the same reason why we listened to the last one, but maybe because of the opposite reason. Let me just send you this. So yeah, let's let's have a listen to this and we can maybe um, figure out from that how we think they're going to do. song really bugs me because the chorus oh. is phenomenal the chorus, the chorus is, great. is so, it's so good, good. <laughs> they should have done that chorus and then built the rest of the song around it properly but instead they've done this weird mashup of genres they've put in that odd reggae beat which it starts with don't and like comes in after reggae. the chorus and just ruins it you don't put reggae in eurovision because it, it doesn't <laughs> we know that. go well it's just a very confusing track but if yeah. they if that if they had made the song more like the chorus it would have been phenomenal it has vibes from um foir mace's um entry last year which was great just fucking reggae why did they do that and it's such a it's such an uncomfortable shift to reggae they do like this weird transition it just doesn't work at all that's what it is you're right it's an uncomfortable shift like not only have they put a reggae beat into a song that doesn't need a reggae beat but they've put it in in a weird way so it's just like yeah yeah dancey song having a great time yeah. oh no now we're back to Cause if you imagine this being put on in a club when you think about yeah, trying to dance to this you'd say. be absolutely going wild during the chorus yeah and then you're just back to a kind of slow sway <laughs> from side to side like horrible like so weird yeah completely they they completely fucked it with that weird reggae thing i don't know why they did it i gave it 1.5 stars oh i gave um, it two Wow. And that's that's it's, literally for the chorus alone. Yeah, it's placing 34th in the odds, oh, so it is Christ. not doing well. Next up, we've got Finland with oh. our um, Always the Competition Bridesmaid, oh. Sarah Alto, with the song Monsters. Um, yeah. 
I think this is a fun song. It's a it's yep. a good song. Yep. Um, I but I do think that she's going to lose her second place crown this year. So as, yeah. as we've discussed before, we have done an episode on Sarah Alto. We have. Um, if you want to have a listen back to that, well, we discussed in that where basically Sarah has entered many competitions over the years, music competitions, both in um in Finland, I think maybe in Norway there was one as well. She's entered the UK X Factor. She comes second in every competition every, she enters. Every- and yep. she even makes a joke about it herself. Like she's joked about it on social media recently. Um, like she's she seems like she's a lot of fun. I think I was a bit shitty yep. about her when we the podcast initially. Yeah. Um, but I've since uh, got got to know Sarah Alto <laughs> a bit better. Um, not actually. No. just through the world of social yeah. media mainly and I think she's very fun I think she's yep. very funny she's silly she doesn't take herself seriously she seems to be a good egg um, she's also re- quite recently come out and I think that's going to um, oh, I didn't even know that yeah she's a big old lesbian yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so her. she's gonna she's gonna do I think she's gonna do I don't think this should do as well as it's going to i think it's great mm. and i'm I'm all i'm f- fully there for sarah alto but i think it's actually going to do quite well because yep. of the fact that she actually has quite a big backing from across the world now yeah so she's oh, going to yeah. have votes from across scandinavia because she's known across the, you know across the whole way across scandinavia she's also a big name in the uk now as well due to her fame yeah so she, i think this will actually do reasonably well i gave it yeah. i gave it four out of five i think it's fun mm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally with you. I wrote big catchy song. Sarah should be proud of what she's done. She's yeah. in Eurovision. She's made a good song. I wrote three point five. Maybe that was a little bit mean, but it's placing eleventh in the odds. So I would say I would say a, a solid top ten for this song. Yeah, um, I would. Potentially uh, nearing like five mark, um, and I think she'd be happy with that herself. I would really like for it to come second again. <laughs> oh my god, it would be so amazing! Like we should all like tactically vote to just make it second. But <laughs> yeah, no one uh, give her the full points. Just yeah, give her enough yeah, yeah. so she gets second yeah. place because that's what she that's she needs to stake that claim forever. So France, next up is France with Mercy by Madame Monsieur. So this yeah. is pipped as one of the favourites. Mm. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, I can't actually remember the last time I really liked a French entry. It's a very similar message to Georgia's 2017 entry that we mentioned earlier, Keep the Faith, which I think is actually a way better song than this. But this, because of the message and uh, for whatever reason, it's, yeah, people think it's going to win. I mean, yeah, it's same for me. I don't get, I don't get it. I get the message. The message is obviously, you know, a lovely message and, and the whole backstory with the refugee, and we spoke about it a little bit last week about the it was named after a child who was who was um, birthed on a refugee boat, which is obviously you know an incredible story. But I, I don't I don't get their whole thing. Um, I and the song it's a nice sentiment, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't like it doesn't make me feel anything. No, I me it, neither. I gave it three point five because <sighs> of the you know the what it's about, but uh, it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I'm heartless. I gave it one. Whoa! Wow! It is. <laughs> I really don't like it. When I no. spoke to Stephen, he loved it. He absolutely loved it, and he was, you know, from the bookie side it. of things, was saying this is um, basically he thinks this is going to win. Really? Yeah. So it's it's currently placing fourth in the odds that I was looking at. I don't. I mean, I you know, a Eurovision hosted in France would be fun, and I think that's good. But I, if if we're looking at the songs we want to win it and the songs we think deserve to win it, I don't. 
think that this is it in terms of musically it's a cool message for it to have won and a cool message to send around the world but i'd rather have yeah like you say george's from last year or, or a better song yeah, with exactly. the same message win it well, but there you go let's move on great. so next up is jo- is georgia um, yeah. with for you by the <laughs> by ethno jazz <laughs> band Ariel. um <laughs> I, i'm not into it at all i think it's a big old mess of a song i think last yep. year's entry was so much better and that yep. didn't even do well so i don't think this is going to do well either i gave it one no. out of five this is my this is my this is the song that is attempting to copy the song that won last year but not doing very well at all with it um you, you never win by trying to copy a song i gave it one star it's currently 37th place in the odds and i would say it deserves to be lower good <laughs> done move uh, on next up is germany with michael schult you'll let mm-hmm. me walk alone the only thing i wrote down for this was boring with about 10 r's and i gave it one out of five i don't like yeah, it yeah it's it's a pretty song but it's so restrained and it's not going to be memorable in, no, a, in, a, be, in a year this year not even just like not memorable completely forgettable when yeah, you compare it to other songs every other song i think completely forgettable well especially in a year as we said that is full of um you know songs with nice sentiment and songs that are pretty or whatever uh it's not going to stand out um it's currently 16th place in the odds which is middle of the road i think it'll do probably worse um i gave it two stars next up is greece with yana turdzi with uh, a nero moo this is fine it's fine just that's that's all Nothing Absolutely really happens fine. with the song. Doesn't really impress vocally. She's not like it's fairly m- middle range kind of stuff. Again, I gave it two and a half stars. It's fifteenth place in the odds. Middle of the road. Done. Forgettable. Yeah, I gave it two stars. Yeah. Dead. Um, next oh. up after that is Hungary with AWS or uh, yes, with the song Vizlatnaya. So this is now the fourth rock entry this year. I think yeah. this is unheard of in Eurovision. Interesting, yeah. Lots of guitars. So much rock. It's, yeah, I mean, I mean, death metals or metal or whatever this is never does it for me, and I don't think that that I don't think that it's. I mean, other than Lordy, which. You know, had it had, was its own entire thing. I don't think a sort of straight rock or metal band are ever going to win Eurovision, and it's no, not it's me. not what the Eurovision crowd are looking for, really. No. I, I think it's it, it, it's the 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 guy has a bit of a croaky start to it. The video that I watched, it then probably gets into it. Like as a rock song, I'm into it. Again, yeah. I'd probably be lo- I've loved this when I was 13 years old. Yeah, probably. Uh, but it's no, it's not. You're not going to win Eurovision with a song like this. No, Lordy were so like Lordy were camp and dramatic and theatrical. Exactly. Like that was what they were, and that was what what won it for them. It's not the same thing. I gave this one star. It's not for me. I don't like it. I gave it two out of five. I quite liked it, mm. but no, not for Eurovision. Twenty fourth place in the odds. Not going to do well. No. Next, this next one. Oh, this next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 this next one. Okay, we'll see if we have a very different opinion on this one again now. Oh. So I'm worried. Um, no, no, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um. So this is Iceland with our choice by Ari Olafsson. So. I struggle with Iceland sometimes because we know, we know that for what is not a massive population, the Icelandics can and do create some absolutely slamming songs. They have some very talented musicians and singers coming out of that country. It's built into their culture. Oh, it's, I still listen to, we both are still obsessed with the gorgeous Darty Freya Peterson, which should have won Iceland's, you know, been Iceland's entry last year. And would have done so well. Yeah. Is this love? It was so beautiful, so wonderful. This, however, is a big pile of poop. 
Oh, I completely agree. I want to, <laughs> I want to, uh, I, I want to have a little listen to this one because I really want to hammer home how bad this is. Let's have a listen to this one here. All have a choice we can make. There's always a choice we can make to help and to heal in different ways. Too many are dying. Together we could ease the pain If somehow we could ease the pain No, I can't. I can't listen to any more of it. <laughs> you bailing no, out after like 10 really seconds. It's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> it's, this is like some of the worst lyric writing of a song that went actually to be recorded <laughs> and got completed I've ever heard. It's like, why can't we treat each other well? Like, we should all, like, there's so many cliches in this song. It's unbelievable. It's like, we're one world. We should hold our hands together. We're all the same on the inside. It's like, fuck, just, ugh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Good. Me too. I gave it it 0.5. I don't know why I gave it a 0.5. It's (laughs) it's a song. It's music. It's 45th in the odds. Oh man, Iceland, I love you I love Iceland, but do better Iceland, do better Do better (laughs) Um, So next up, not going to get any more positively in the next song It's Ireland with Ryan O'Shaughnessy and the song Together So let's listen to the wonderful Stephen from the Racing Post is from Ireland So let's have a listen to what Stephen thinks about Ireland entry Uh, (laughs) Ireland Oh God, it's so embarrassing being on it. It's just every, like, you know, I go on my local radio station every year and they're like, eh, we're going to qualify this year. And they're like, no, sorry. <laughs> and it's the same this year. So Stephen, not a fan. Um, and it is just another Louis Walsh toy boy he's put through. It's very boring. The- it won't get through the semis yet again. Year in, year out, we hear the same old crap from Ireland. I gave it uh, one out of five and that's being generous. I gave it two out of five. Now, do you know about the whole Russia thing that's going on right now? What? They're, they're mental? What? What's well, yeah, in general. So Russia are, are apparently um, threatening to not broadcast uh, the semi-final that Ireland... I like that they're already assuming that they're not going to make it through to the final. The semi-final that Ireland are performing in or, or, or holding back the broadcast, not broadcasting it live because um, uh, Ryan himself is gay, but he has two uh, male dancers... And oh, yeah. it's and and it's uh it, it sort of features a gay couple in it and they're threatening to not show it um before I, I don't even know when they're going to not show it or when they're going to show it um but because of that because it apparently doesn't reflect their values of I know some <sighs> fucking bullshit but so that I think that's why I gave it uh, an extra star so I because of it the two gays. stars. Because of that, yeah, because, and Ryan has actually been fairly vocal and was like, well, f- if Russia don't want to see it, then, like, fuck them. And so it, I, Yeah, I good, like, good for Ryan then, but the yeah. song is still shit. The song is bad and it's 30th place in the odds. Um, so when I spoke to Stephen about this, um, he said that this has a about a 25% chance of qualifying for the finals. Mm. He is not, uh, thinks that Ryan's future is bright at Eurovision. No, um, uh, yeah, that's fine. Let's move on. Let's, uh, in fact, let's, let's move, move on, on to the next song because it's great. Move 
on. Ah, so the next song is Israel with an, yeah. the wonderful Netta Barzlai and Toy. Oh, oh my God. So anyone who listens regularly to the podcast will know my love for Israel already. I think they have such an interesting history in the contest. Yeah. Uh, I always look forward to what their entry is going to be. And yeah. this for me is one of the best Eurovision songs ever. Wow, that's really strong. I mean, I would definitely say it's one of uh, Israel's best for sure. Um, I would say after Dana, it's it's their best. Um, it's a great song, a great message, really contemporary. The message and the music is really, really contemporary. The, um, the uh, sort of person, uh, Netta, is uh, really compelling. She's someone who's really, really interesting. It's the perfect balance of all the elements you need to have a Eurovision winning song. Shall we have a listen? Just because it's oh. great to listen to. Yes, please. <laughs> God, it's so, it's so fucking good. good. And this just shows like, I mean, you know, you can have a good song and you can have a good singer, but this song is like, this is Netta. This is who she is. The whole package is so complete and so good. And it's all on message. It's it's just great. I've given it five stars. It's first place in the odds, I think. I've we'll given it five stars too. Year. It was funny speaking to Stephen about this. So he was um, saying that he like he loves the song, absolutely loves yeah. it. But he said there are a lot of questions above mm-hmm. Netta at the moment. So in terms of actually the final performance, he was yeah. he said there were questions in regards to what outfit she's going to wear. There's been some outfits recently at performances which uh, are dubious, so yeah. uh, not the best, um, and would probably not go down well with the um, the jury for sure. There has right. been some questions with her vocals. So she yeah. has sang this twice at Eurovision events recently. One was absolutely amazing. She totally nailed it. One was terrible. Yeah. So... It's, it's very technically complicated. So so the... Because uh, if, if you listen to that, um, she uses a lot of uh, overlaid vocals and, and what she's doing on stage is she's actually looping those vocals live. Ed Sheeran uses that mm. technique a lot. But she's looping those vocals live. I've done that a couple of times when I've been... When I used to play guitar or whatever. And if you if you get one bit wrong, it it loops for the whole song. So, so it, you know, you, yeah. you've got real potential and there's a real risk to just fuck it up and you fuck up one bit and it fucks the whole song up. Like you get a thing that's either like not in key or not on the beat or anything like that it's a big risk but for now like i'm like good for her for taking that risk and i'm backing that all the way same here it is my um it is my song to win um, yep. i literally wrote down the words winner winner chicken dinner uh, in <laughs> reference to the bagarring in the song um yeah. uh, but it's interesting you say that with the um about the looping so again one yep. of the things that steven said eurovision expert that he is yeah. is that the juries like to see consistency yep. so when they see a song when it is released beforehand when it's during the uh you know obviously it, when you're in your own national finals the songs can change before it gets entered into eurovision but mm. in terms of the semis the rehearsals they want to see consistency coming through so if she on the day 
messes with those um the the loop doesn't work properly or she yeah. sings something slightly differently she uses different lyrics and obviously yeah. she's saying quite like just random words for a lot of it yeah. um if that is different vastly different from the 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 semi-final performance the juries will mark her down for that all right let's move on next up is italy non Mm. mi arvete fatto niente you know i've been learning italian you bloody have good for you that sounded amazing thank you so much i even know what it says what is bloody hell isabel wow that's uh god i'm i'm super super impressed ah so i've been learning all my um uh, I've been learning my Italian recently and we've just got on to the, the, how to learn about um, if you're saying that you did something in the past. So I, up until now, I've only learned how to say, I want to do this or I, I'm going yeah, to do I, this or I yeah. have to do this or I must do this in the future. Yeah. We've done like past things. So non mi avete fatto niente basically means um, you you didn't do anything for me. Like I, ha- okay. I, I, had, wow. I had nothing from, I had nothing from you kind of oh, thing. Wow. So it's like a... Pff, yeah, it meant no- it meant nothing to me. You meant nothing. Yeah, to you me. meant nothing to me, basically. Um, by okay. Ermal Meta and Fabrizio Moro. So I am learning Italian. I'm going to Sicily in a couple of weeks. I Beautiful. love Italy, but I don't like this song. I gave it no. one out of five. I think it's wow, boop. harsh. They've done the same thing as they did last year. They've entered a man with a gritty, rough voice, and I don't like it at all. I don't like it in any way, any sense whatsoever. No, I mean it's completely. It's not. I I, I hated Occidentally Calm last year oh, i don't God, hate yeah, yeah. this it's no, just not nothing i don't like how he sounds to be honest he's like and it's yeah. just i don't i don't like that uh i gave it two stars um it's placing ninth in the odds isabel it's it's it'll do well and i don't know whether no. that's a, a hangover from occidentally karma last year but um yeah it's doing pretty well so far but i no, don't, think don't believe win. it don't believe no. it sorry Italy. <laughs> right, don't believe it mi dispiace Italia. <laughs> it's I tell you what, it's super, super uh impressive. Um and uh yeah, no, it's good good for you for learning Italian, but uh sadly this year you're not gonna be going to Italy le- next year for, for Eurovision. <laughs> I am not. But maybe no. if they win in a couple of years' time, I'll be fluent by then. Oh my god. You could then go and present on I can Eurovision. Say- oh my god, yes, please. <laughs> next up is Latvia with Funny Girl by Laura Risotto. Um <laughs> She has a lovely voice. It doesn't seem like yeah. a Latvian song, if that makes sense. No, it just seems like a sort of, it seems like a song. It seems if very Funny Western. Girl, both those names, Laura Risotto, like, <laughs> it sounds like she should be Italian. Is yeah, that is this a joke no, it's entry? <laughs> it's me, Laura Risotto. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, the instrumentation's quite good. It's not punchy enough. It needs to, get, like some of these songs, we, we always say, like, it needs to go up another notch. Yeah, It needs same. to turn it up a notch. And it doesn't, never quite hits that, like, oh, if it had a third level to it, then it'd yeah. be great. But it, it's not. It, I gave it I gave it three stars, which isn't bad, actually. But I, I um, gave it three as well. I think it's another yeah. Bond girl-esque song, like mm, Bond theme-esque mm-hmm. song. But I think it'll get lost among the rest of the songs that are similar ilk. Um, yeah. I also gave it three. I think it's perfectly nice, but yeah it's 29th place in the odds it's oh, not going to win but there you go next up is Lithuania with When We're Old by Leva Zasimauskate mm. um, this is so bloody dull it's going to get knocked up yeah. semis straight away oh do you think so wow interesting yeah I no it probably will I, it's, it's another serious and complete like it's just like just I'm thinking oh I'm very deep and sort of song um, I, ju- I just think there's so many of those this year it's not going to get remembered and and even in the semi-final no. it might be remembered in the semi-final but I do don't you know think which semi it's rem- in? 
Uh, yeah, it's in the it's in the first semi final. It won't make it through. There's absolutely no way it's going through. There's nope. so many big amazing songs in that first semi that unless yeah, you are even... one of the cream of the crop, yeah, you are not... not getting through to the final. No, you're through. Which is why Ireland's there's no way Ireland's getting no, through. No, no chance. God, I can't believe ne- yeah, Netta, Azerbaijan, Belgium, Croatia, mm. Czech Republic. Yeah, really there's, strong yeah. songs. Sarah Alta. God, Sarah Alta as well. God, I think there'll be yeah in that first semi final there'll be a couple of shocks that will. Uh, make people sad. There you go. Yeah, never mind. Uh, next up is Malta with Taboo by Christabel. I think mm. this is a pretty standard Eurovision track. I, d- yeah. I don't think it's anything atrocious. I don't think it's yeah. anything exciting. Again, though, it's nothing new for Eurovision. Like, I think it's I think it's a good concept. Taboo to talk about taboo and stuff like that, and what's you know breaking taboos is like a really cool concept. This is me thinking from like writing a song idea and the the title taboo is awesome yeah um it's it's placing 35th in the odds which i don't think it deserves to be that low it sounds like no i don't think it does either but But it's not gonna i would be shocked if it got onto the top half of the board if it gets through to the finals yeah i'd be shocked to to see it on the on the left hand side of the board yeah you know you're right and um it doesn't again like we said with the other one it doesn't quite have the punch to get, you know to feel like a proper club banger it feels like it's nearly there and it feels like you yeah. can dance to it in a club but it's not quite it is in the second semi-final so it might have a chance to get through to the final but but even if it does it's not going to do that well yeah next yep. up is moldova with oh. doredos and my lucky day so moldova had very big shoes to fill after last year's genius of hey mama um, yep. and they absolutely haven't managed it Oh um, no! No. <laughs> yeah, no. You're totally right. They've they've tried to recreate it. They they've tried to do something similar. There's a lot of brass in this song. There's a lot of cheesy kind of stuff. But it. But I don't know. The the great thing with Hey Mama was that it was they were aware of the cheesiness. The right. Oh, yeah. they, were, they were aware of it. Whereas this one feels like they're not aware. <laughs> I mean, the staging that they did for the national final was was not good. Where the staging for Hey Mama was kind of cheesy and uh like i don't know fun the staging for this is serious and low budget and not good it feels like it's going to fall apart unless they might have changed that by now yeah, i think there's but, there's some fun dancing in it it sounded the the, the one i saw because it wasn't a video or like the actual music video it was a live performance it yeah. sounded a bit flat in parts um, so I don't know yeah. if this will get through the semis either. I like there's a bit quite early on in the song though where he says you're ho- you're holding information, but he does this like he goes you're holding information. <laughs> I really liked that. <laughs> but that's not going to get him through. I gave it three because it was fun. Um, I gave it two because it's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> fun or fine. Fun or fine. Uh, yep. Next up is Montenegro with Inji mm. Inji um, and Van uh, sung by Vanya uh, Rada Vanovic. Um, yep. So last year, as we're all aware, Montenegro were robbed of their place in the finals with the glorious were. Slavko being knocked oh. out in the semis, which was the biggest shock of Eurovision Shocker. last year. Yep. It uh, was. This year, they've gone a bit more low key. I yeah. think bring Slavko back. Like, don't go low key. Go fun. This is a bit yeah. rubbish. I always think like if if a country can can develop an identity of sending fun stuff. Now we've completely like the UK completely fucked that up in like yeah. the late noughties, early teens by sending shit. But if you can have a 
an identity of sending fun, slightly edgy, slightly outside mm. of the box kind of songs, then lean into that. And they were onto a, such a good thing with Slavko. And it, and it does like, it, it really does them a lot of favors in terms of making people think that they're a fairly, you know, progressive country, yeah. sending someone like Slavko. And this song, I mean, I wrote, I, I said, one star, it is a song. That was what I wrote down. <laughs> it's a song, one star. It's not, it means nothing to me. Whereas Slavko's song last year went, meant so much to me. And I got so much like good feelings towards Montenegro. And, and now it's just nothing. Yeah, same. So we also, one of the other people that I spoke to alongside Stephen is the wonderful, another friend of the podcast, yes, Matt Baker, not from Blue Peter, who is um, an editor for ESC Extra um, yeah. and a wonderful human being and knows lots of like backstage gossipy type things, which is always fun to have a drink you pull, with him you and find in, out what's going on. You pulled in all of the, the big shots over here. Like, big you've names. Got all the connections. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm making, I'm making <laughs> roots to Eurovision, uh-huh, man. Uh-huh. Honestly. Um, mm-hmm. So here's, we're going to have a listen to now um, about what Matt thinks of Montenegro. I have very little to say about it. It just doesn't do anything for me. I think it's a Balkan ballad, and I just think there have been so many much better Balkan ballads over the years. Um, I, I, I just don't understand what people will grab onto. What will they vote for when they hear the song? The melody is forgettable, and that's not good for Eurovision. Yeah, right. totally agree. Totally agree with that. Completely agree. He said a great thing during that <laughs> during that bit as well, where that, that's not in that audio, where he said something that I feel should be made into a Eurovision T-shirt, where he just went, <laughs> "You know what? I could just take or leave a Balkan ballad." Well, uh, you know so what? So Eurovision I, I, specific. I could take or so, leave a Balkan ballad. <laughs> I could take or leave a Balkan ballad. I wrote down in a, uh, in a thing, uh, it's later on, and I'll, but I'll bring it up now. I think the Balkan beat and the Balkan ballad are going well out of fashion with Eurovision. I mean, they like for the last... Are. But I think for the last decade, you know, you could have lent on a Balkan ballad and, and be, been assured at least a top half, maybe a top 10 finish. Um, but it it's kind of feels lazy now, and and a lot of the countries who've just in in the past would have just entered a Balkan ballad and gone, well, that'll do okay. Suddenly, will not do very well at all. I think they've gone out of fashion. Yeah, right. Never mind. Move on. Never no, mind. Next up is the Netherlands with Waylon and Outlaw in them. Um, <laughs> so the Dutch, I think. I, do, see, I, I think this may be one that we're going to have conflicting opinions on. Yeah. So the Dutch, I think, always seem to know what they're doing at Eurovision. So Ogene right. last year, I yeah. fucking loved that song. That, yeah, yeah, no. I'm, it I'm, makes I'm me cry that. if I listen to it. I can't listen to mm. it very often because I get a bit emotional about the whole thing. Yeah. And this is very left field for Eurovision. Um, but I'm completely into it. Wow, that's really interesting. I don't know. I, no, we do, you're right. We do disagree on this because I always feel like there's always a country song in Eurovision. And generally, it will come, come from the Scandi countries. Like, it's a weird mix where the Scandi countries kind of lean either into very kind of um, very well done pop or very kind of heavy guitar rock or country. And for me, country is just, it's never going to make any impression on me in any way whatsoever. And I don't (laughs) think it will make an impression on the Eurovision audience, if I'm honest. Like, there will always be people in Europe who love country music, but it's not a big enough number to to make any impression on on the chart. 
No, I agree with you. It's not a Eurovision song, but I think in terms of any um, recent country songs that have been entered, yeah. I think this is probably the best one. You're right, and it has. So for me, like you know, I I can't listen to country, and that may be because of a, a bad relationship I had in the past where she only listened to country. Oh, but it has, <laughs> it has like I just can't listen to country. But but it has kind of more Jack Whitey kind of vibes to it, which I I, I really like Jack White as a musician, and it has it leans into that kind of country. But for me, I can't be bought on it. I gave it one and a half stars. Oh, I gave it three. No, I mean that's fine. Mm. We can we can occasionally disagree. Can disagree. It's 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 twenty third in the odds. It's not going to win. It might make it to the final. We just don't know. Never mind. No, never mind. Next up is Peter Pan <laughs> and Pop Alexander Ryback for Norway with "That's How You Write a Song." Um, <laughs> I don't care what all the haters say about this. I think this song's nope. adorable. It's absolutely not going to win. It, it, no chance. And well. it should have been given. I think it should have been given to someone for a junior Eurovision entry. It's a, if, it's a child's song. It's a child's sure. song, yeah. If it had been given for, ju- entered in junior Eurovision... <laughs> would have won. Would have won. Yeah, would have won. I, I, it's, it's so cheesy. But again, as I've said, it may stand out because so many songs are so serious this year yeah. that having something that's just like light and fun and you can dance to and enjoy, I think it, I think it will stand out. Yeah, good. Next one. It, no, well, hang on. What? Interestingly, Isabel, this is currently second place in the odds. Shut your mouth. I think it. I think it's got a lot to do with Ryback. I think it's got a lot to do with his weight as a Eurovision legend. Um, but it's currently second place. That's and insane. I wouldn't, disre- I wouldn't disregard it. I think it will probably do what Italy did last year and fall down the charts. Yeah. It might end up eighth, yeah. maybe twelfth. But it, it's currently riding high in second place. I gave the song three. Who's he giving blowjobs to to get it second place in the fucking brickies <laughs> at the moment? I gave I gave the song <laughs> I gave the song three stars, but I gave Alexander five because he's just great. Oh, I gave it three stars too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the next song I did not give three stars to. Um, the next song is Poland with "Light Me Up" by Gromi featuring Lucas mm. Major. All I wrote for this was forgettable. (laughs) One out of five. I think a key part of this is the running order of Eurovision of the night itself or of the semi-finals. Because when I listened to this song, it was bang slap in the middle of about five like ballads. And then this song came up and I was like, oh my God, it's fun. It's lively. You can dance to it. It should liven up the party a fair amount. Um, And so it was kind of relief for me i get that it's very middle of the road and it's very nothing but i gave it three i gave it 3.5 stars Oof. Brett, I, know. I, know. I think that's very kind of you very generous it's, th- it's 33rd in the odds so yeah. again not not great but i at least they tried to do something that's fun yeah fine yeah. um next up is portugal oh jardim uh, by yeah. claudia pasqual um so Portugal, I think this is perfectly fine. A little bit meh. I mean, they're, yep. lo- they're lovely, lovely ladies. I'm very much into the brunette. Yep. Um, it's not, I mean, they're not, they're, yeah, I don't, they're, they're not putting much of, a, put, um, up much of a fight to win it a second year in a row. No, I don't think they want to really. No. But the fact that this year they've gone on a budget and they're trying to desperately get everything in under, under that budget, I think that that's fine. But... You know, they've gone on a similar route. It's slightly jazzy. It's slightly chilled out. Slightly, not ballady, but just, yeah, laid back. 
kind of vibe it, it's not going to do well uh, but they're very you know very pretty voices and it's a very pretty song but it's not going to win no no up next is Romania with Goodbye by The Humans <laughs> so okay. after changing the face of music as we all know it by mixing yodeling and rapping into the beautiful <laughs> hybrid of joy that was yodel it last uh, year yeah this year's entry may as well be called Fucked It. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, remembered why these episodes are my favourite episodes as well, because you get to be as judgy as you can possibly be. And it's, it's not me about and my me, element. So it's me yeah, and no, my like, element. But it's not about a song I've written, so I'm fine with it. No, <laughs> it's so cheesy. There's absolutely, the beginning of it is horrifying staging. Those horrible white masks that they have. Yeah. It's yeah. just bad the whole thing is bad it's really dated as a song it's just embarrassing and i'm a bit sad about it as well because you know like you said earlier about you know you can be a country in eurovision and you can start getting yourself known as putting Mm. through fun entries or something Mm -hmm. a bit silly or something a bit ridiculous or something really um artsy or whatever and romania last year I we all fell in love with them so much and I was fell in love with Romania because of it and I thought god that's genius that's just genius that they put that through and now with this year's song I'm like was it genius or was it they I don't think they realized that was genius that wasn't done as genius that was done as like like, an error yeah that was a blip in the matrix for Romania uh no I'm agree with you I gave it 1.5 I said boring song it's 38th place in the odds it's not going to do well they won't make it they won't make it to the final so when I spoke to Stephen about this, this was one that he put forward as an interesting one to note because Romania have a very good record. Not, I mean, not just mm. very good record. They have a 100% record oh, of wow. semi-finals. Okay. Yeah. And this is the year that Stephen believes they are going to break that record. Break that record. They are I mean, out it's of fair, the semis. It's such a weird thing when you have such a strong record and when, like, like you said, especially after a year when you've done so well with an entry, like the worst they could do is try and recreate the entry or send the same band or, or you know send a similar song but they just yeah I don't know what I don't know what happened there it's no it's not, terrible it's not, not going to do well it's not the only one so Azerbaijan was another one that's they've got a really strong record um, Stephen doesn't think they're going to get yeah. through the semis this year Romania nope. um, is the next one and actually along with that <laughs> up next <laughs> Russia oh with I oh, Won't Break um, by Julia Samoylova. So this is another one that they have a 100% record of getting through the semi-finals. Mm. Um, I feel like we've talked about Julia a lot over the last year. Um, yes, we man. actually have some audio from both Matt and Stephen. Let's, li- let's listen to what Stephen said about this. The only thing about Russia that's really interesting from the betting side is maybe they won't qualify. This song is... I don't know how they're going to stage it. We all saw the video with the way that they had the wheelchair half disguised. And if they do that, people would just hate it around Europe. Um, the lyrics are really dull. Like, she seems nice again, but that's not enough. And even though they're in semi-final two, and it's really, really terrible, uh, maybe Russia might not qualify. Although they have qualified more than Russia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Stephen's uh, expert opinion is that he, well, from what he was saying, if this was in the first semi, 
probably yeah, wouldn't get wouldn't. through. Their 100% no. record would be broken. Because no. this is in the second, it's a little bit weaker, and they are Russia. They're, yeah, they'll probably get through. It's not going to do well, though. And this no. is... Um, uh, as he mentioned, so I don't know if you know about this, Roland, but like in the video, oh, she's at the top of a mountain. She, she's a mountain. She, well, she is a mountain. She, mm, she, yeah, she's not on the top of a mountain. She, she is, is a mountain. A mountain. Yeah. And so as Stephen rightly said, uh, liberal Eurovision loving Europe isn't potentially going to like the fact that they have tried hiding her wheelchair what it looks like is they're hiding her wheelchair yes. and when we talked about it on our on our phone call Stephen said oh but they're not going to be stupid enough they won't be stupid enough to do that wow. on the actual staging they won't be stupid enough and then he texted me the other day a photo and went oh turns out they are stupid enough yeah and the staging was... is her in a mountain it's it but it's not even like a, a, a like a a clever video projection or like they've done in the past it's not even they've built a mountain and they've built her into the mountain, yeah. which in their video, I w- like I said to you a few weeks ago, I, I showed you it and I was uh, like shocked, genuinely shocked at the mm. fact that they were like, oh, she's not in a wheelchair. She's just a mountain. And they've done it on stage. And I think that that is I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, I don't. I just. I don't think it's going to go know. down well with people. I mean, there's actually. We'll have a listen to now about what the wonderful Matt Baker of ESA Extra had to say about yes. this because he made some really good points about this. She doesn't have to be a spokesperson for disability. She doesn't have to be that. It would be good, maybe, in you know current clients that perhaps they went down that route, but it doesn't have to be. But the problem I have is that Russia did make it about a wheelchair user last year well they wanted the news story to be ukraine stop a disabled entrant from you know following her dream at eurovision that was the narrative that russia wanted last year and so this year to to hide the wheelchair in the way that they are i don't know doesn't really sit right with me oh god that's so that's so smart my god I th- so maybe- true right <laughs> Do you think we should just hand this podcast over to Stephen and Matt? Well, Matt, interestingly enough, Matt is going to be at Eurovision and he is going to be doing um, some some audio stuff there. He's going to be doing some podcasts and recordings oh. and stuff there. So absolutely everyone follow. I'm sure you're all following ESC yes, Extra yes, anyway. Right. Obviously yeah. we are. Um, but have a listen out for Matt Baker because he's going to be giving some updates live from the place. No, but yeah. he, um, I think he's hit, he's hit the nail on the head completely there. They That's, Last yeah, year, they made this true. all about the fact that she was disabled and that she is in a wheelchair yeah. this year yeah. you cannot then hide that fact no it's completely bizarre i mean it, i mean the thing is with russia in this climate you can't really say anything that they do is bizarre um but you but we know as as eurovision fans and as europeans in general how important they find every single cultural or yeah. sports or whatever occasion and so you know that this is kind of killing them a little bit that they know that they're currently 27th place in the odds, which is very bad for a Russia performance. Um, and they're kind of doing everything they can for a thing that they used last year as a tool to make people feel sympathy for them. They're suddenly in the shit because they've made promises and they've done whatever this mm. year and they're, they're not going to do very well. I would, I would, you know, it doesn't deserve to make it through the semifinals. No. Oh, next. Next, next up. up. <laughs> oh, San Marino. Oh, oh. dear. Oh. So next up is San Marino with Who We Are by Jessica featuring Jennifer Brennig. Um, so this can is an listen, interesting can one. Can we listen to it, Isabel? Let's definitely listen to some of it. Um, and then I have some, uh, some, uh, some info about this that we can talk about. And the love in our hearts will keep us strong. Oh, 
Listen up, listen up, it's me, Jenny B. What you get is what you see. And as for Jess over here, she's a special VIP. So you better listen carefully. If they're dissing you on Twitter, don't get sad. Don't be better. Don't give up and be a quitter. Show them you better. Hell no, if I say so, get in the car. Rev it up and be a star. Cause you know exactly who we are. Give it to them, Jess. All right, okay. So, so I mean, immediately we can rule this out because there's rapping in it. And not only is there no. rapping, but there's rapping by a white w- white girl. Like that's white girl. the worst kind of rapping um, in Eurovision. Um, so this- and robots. Don't forget the robots. And I feel like we should. Robots. <laughs> and the robots. Jessica's white jumpsuit is glorious and she looks fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. this is a very odd one. So obviously San Marino this year, well, as we know, San Marino they never get through they're always a bit shit last year one, was one phenomenal rhythm of the night rhythm yeah, like yeah but they're ridiculous we've talked about san marino recently they've got a very small pool of applicants for this so this year they did something quite what seemed initially mm-hmm. as quite genius which yeah. is that they opened that pool up and they put on this big yeah. competition people could enter you can put stuff through amazing this could be a really savvy move for san marino really no, smart really thing for them to do this really is going to be smart. great for eurovision so so, mm. have a listen to what Matt from uh, ESC Extra has to say about the San Marino national competition, though. There was a rule change, um, I think, and then there was a statement about the involvement of um, one of the judges, Zoe, from 2016, um, Zoe, who represented Austria. Um, she wrote most of the songs that were in like the final of this selection process one in 360 and she was also a judge and people were saying how can she be a judge have financial investment in these songs and it don't know it's a bit it's a bit smelly so they had to sort of remove her a bit uh from the process um and then artists were changing their names um just slightly just so it's and then artists were teaming up the reason why you've got jessica feature and jennifer brenning is they were both in the selection process and and sort of teamed up other artists in the selection process did the same thing it was just a bit confusing and i think you know even even from people you know inside the eurovision bubbles those people that follow eurovision all year round you know religiously we're looking at each other saying what is going on? We don't understand what's going on here. So it's just been a big old mess. Oh, mate, Sam Marino can't do it right. They just can't figure out Eurovision. What happened? <laughs> Absolute disaster. Like the they whole was... thing was just a car crash from start to finish. They were setting themselves up. You and I talked about it like, oh God, like we were talking about it almost a year ago. Like they, well, not a year ago, but like six months ago, they'd set themselves, set themselves up so well for this um, San Marino 365 thing where anyone nope. could enter and whatever. And it's, it's, it's still, they, it's still absolute disaster. I, but I absolutely love them for still trying. Oh, I love them for being like, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I love how like flawed their system is, how they just <laughs> can't figure it out. They don't understand how they can do it, but they're still trying. God know. loves so, a trier, eh? Yeah, for sure. I don't, so this song, just so you know, is currently absolute bottom <laughs> in the in in the odds, which I don't think it deserves to be absolute. But there's songs I hated way more than oh, I hate there's this so, song. yeah, there's definitely songs I hate, but probably that's because of the rapping. I like the rapping. Is no, you no, know I like the rapping. I thought it was it was okay. The rapping wasn't bad. I don't know. I again, it depends on when you listen to it. I was all for 
all of this stuff. The chorus is is not bad. I don't think the chorus is that bad, to be honest. It's not getting through. Oh, I'm so sad for San Marino. They need to get through at some point. <laughs> they need to sort their system out. But it, you're Bring right, Valentina back. That's God, what I no, say. stop. They need to move on from her. <laughs> they need to solve their system. Ugh, sort it out. Right, let's blast through some of these ones now. Um, (laughs) So next up is Serbia. Nova Deka, it's by Sanja Lilk and Balkanika. Um, So this song doesn't really get going until about a minute in, which is very odd. Um, But once it does, I'm well into it. This is the song that I wrote down that the Balkan beat may be falling out of favour with the Oh yeah, definitely. yeah, but I this, just think, but, but I think it, yeah, once, it, that that minute in when it actually like pumps into the song, his the the the, the male singer, I, I, his parts of the song I'm really into. The girl stuff not uh, so much. Um, like you said, I think the bulk the bulk and stuff has kind of fallen out of favor now. But I think it just takes too long to get where it's going. People are going to tune mm. out. You're going to go to the toilet. You're gonna, not going to really listen to it. So th- the same thing is with the other one earlier. That yeah. potentially people aren't even going to hear the bit of the song that is actually quite good because they're just yep. going to go, oh god, all right, I'll go make a cup of tea now. I think that's what happened with me. I think I I wrote down that it's I I listened to the woman and the uh, the Balkan beat and I wrote down it's dated. But um, I don't even know if I got to the guy singing part to be honest. That's so, fair enough. I mean, it's a re- the first <laughs> it's the ho- the first minute of three minutes yeah. is very boring. I mean that's a third of the song. If a third of the song is boring, then is it you know is it going to do well? I don't think so. No, I gave it two out of five. I gave it two point five. I don't know. Like we're completely. I gave it more points, but I was more uh, negative on it. Fair enough. Uh, it's thirty six place in the odds. It's not yeah. going to do well. That's where it's going to yeah. sit. Uh, next up yeah. is Slovenia with Hrvlane by Lea Serk. Um, this is such a bloody banger. I oh would. Oh my god! I'm so glad you agree. Oh, oh my good. god! No, I would absolutely on a night out. This came on. Yep. I'd be grinding up against any yeah. sexy girl or guy in the near vicinity. This song is fucking great. So I I completely agree with you. I think the the rhythm is great. The kind of the the beat and it's very like it's like low down and dirty kind of vibe. The the issue I have with it is for Eurovision or for a, for a kind of broader audience, it should go into a further thing. It's it, it's very like I don't know. It's very like dirty and and low key um but if it if it broke into kind of like a full drum and bass bit i think it would it would be way more popular for some reason isabel this song is second to last in the odds whoa what yeah 42nd place in the odds and i totally Steve didn't I make understand. any mention of this when I spoke to him. Like it wasn't even because I asked him to talk about like his the worst ones, the best ones, yeah. and the ones that had like kind yeah. of o- weird odds for their yeah. like previous Eurovision history. Slovenia wasn't talked about in that, so he he would have raised that if he thought it was atrocious. I can't believe that. I think this is a great song. I gave it four out of five. I don't know if it. I I gave it. I gave it three point five. I don't know if it'll make it through. I I kind of think. I don't know. It, it does. It does. It is kind of repetitive in the thing, but I don't I like think it it's going to win. I wouldn't even think it's going to no, be no, in the no. top six. But I think it's a. Re- I think it's a really fun song. Wow, you're high on it. I. I. I <laughs> I'm. Qu- I question whether it'll it'll qualify or not. I. Oh, I really geez. like it, but I just don't know if it'll qualify or not. Oh dear. All right. Yeah. Well, on yeah. to next one, which is Spain. Uh, Tui uh, Cancion, Amea, uh. uh, and Alfred. So uh. Spain this year have gone down the Salvador route. Yep. Um, but they were so bad. It's 
it's not great. I think it's they, it, they're when it first started, I was like, you know, I mean, it's it's not, you know, it's it's they're trying to recreate Portugal last year, but they've done a worse version of it. You know, we had a better version last year and it won, so you can't really do that again. And then they stood up and then they hold hands, and oh. I I ruled it out completely. I was like, nope, oh. nope. Nope. I hate that. And so the thing was about Salvador, and, and even when he did like did it, because he performed it with his sister before, and then he performed it with his sister on the stage, and it wasn't like oh, we're so it wasn't in love. cringy. It was like, no, no, it was a brother and sister singing a so- you know singing a song, and it was it was beautiful, but it wasn't cringy. But what Spain have done is they've taken the like a beautiful. Uh, song like an abu- and like beautiful composition. They've gone. I'm gonna touch your face real Ugh. soft, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look into your eyes, and I'm gonna talk about love. And it's just no. like that is not what that is not what won. That is not why Salvador won last year. He didn't. No. It wasn't like everyone looked at him and went, "Oh yeah, I feel in love." It was a, an amazing song. Like the 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 composition and the way he sung it was amazing. And and they've kind of got it all wrong. They thought it was about love and being soft and gentle and it's not about that at all they got it all wrong yeah agree 1.5 from me um i gave it initially a two and then i knocked out to one because they held hands yeah good for you um next up is sweden dance you off by benjamin ingrosso so this is a banging track uh we talked about this after the um uh, the Melody, Melody Festival Fest final. It's a banging track. I love the staging. I think they need to give him a slightly better outfit. I'm not keen on the kind of dangly mm. jacket thing. It's it, it could like, yeah. 100% be a Justin Timberlake song and would do very well on the charts. Sure. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm absolutely yeah. No, it's fine. This it's is great. So this is this is the the Justin Bieber song that is good and is fine and is okay to to uh, like the lyrics are fine and not misogynistic at all. It's about him getting over someone, him dancing someone off basically. Yeah, it's, um, it's fab. And I think Sweden will always do well um, and deservedly so if they keep continuing to send entries like Benjamin and Robin Bengston through to the competition. It's a really strong song. Um, it's, it's Stephen when I spoke to Stephen and Cass about it he was not uh, that actually that big a fan he didn't yeah. think it was going to do that well I gave it 4 out of 5 I think it's really great mm. and I really enjoy the staging Stephen was not so much of a fan he thought it was a bit of a like he said he thought it was a Justin Timberlake rip off and he thought it was wow. a bit cringy watching it but I think that's just personal preference more than yeah, no, Eurovision I, I think... audience I think the Eurovision audience is going to eat this up I, well, I totally agree with you, and I think all—I mean, obviously, all of this stuff is our personal preference. So, you know, it's mm. all—it's all going to be that. But I personally like—I, you know, the music I listen to is like Justin Timberlake and that sort of thing. And the thing that I think that wins this for me is the staging. I think the staging is completely unique. Like you and I watched the staging at Melody Festival, and and they're doing exactly the same thing, basically the same as they did um, last year with Robin Bexon. They just replicated it on stage. And I think it will be if you're if you're actually watching it. I think this will visually stand out from all the other songs as Hugely. well as or yeah, as well as like the song. I think will depending on where it's placed. If this is placed in between some ballads, I think this will re- do really well. Um, and the visuals, I just I, I don't know. They're nothing I've ever seen. I, you know, I use. I'm a, a video producer, and I use you know cameras every day. But taking a live uh, like a live stage like that and turning it into something that looks almost exactly like a music video. Oh, 100%. We, we, yeah. Yeah, and some people may be against that because you're going, oh, well, why is what's the point of performing it live if it just looks like a music video? I don't know. I, I really like that concept. I think they do it really well. It's really clever. It's like watching an OKKO uh, music video, you know, when they were on the uh, running machines and it's all very, like, very clever and very timed very well. 
I'm really high on this song. I think if if Netta can finish first and Benjamin Ingrosso can finish second, I'll be very happy with this. I gave it 4.5. It's currently eighth eighth place in nah. eighth place in the odds, but um, I would I would want this to do very well. Yeah, One I of my faves. I gave it four out of five. I think it's gonna yeah. come. Uh, I think it'll be top five for definite. It's one of it's it's the song that I've listened to most uh, from all of the kind of uh, uh, national finals. I've list, I've actually listened to this song in general life. I really love it. I think it's a great song. Excellent. Uh, next up is Switzerland with Stones by Zibs. Uh, mm. So I am I'm really into this. Again, I think yeah. it could be do really well in the UK charts. I don't yeah. think it will do very well with the jury vote mm. because it's not a Eurovision song as such. Yeah. Um, but I gave it four out of five. I'm really into yeah. it. I think it's really great. I think the vocals are really great. The song's really great. It has that, like we we always wind about, as we've said numerous times already in this episode, is when you need a song to get that extra oomph behind it. It has that oomph. Yeah. They have it. I, w- I was exactly the same. I was When I listened to this, I was ready to write it off because I was like, oh, it's another one. Like, exactly as you said, it's another one that doesn't quite go to that extra level and then it went to that extra level i was like well you know what it, it's it's done that and it's and it sounds great and i could dance this in a club or i could dance this at a party or whatever um it's punchy it is memorable again in a in a field of of ballads it's very very memorable um you know where it is in the odds it's 32nd in the odds Oof. isabel oh dear i know i gave i gave it four stars too i really like it switzerland not that you know, known for their Eurovision hits. I, I, I really like this one. Uh, me too. Well, hopefully it does better than 30 seconds. Mm. Uh, next up is Ukraine with Under the Ladder by Melvin. So I was <laughs> bored of this as soon as it started. Although I'm kind of obsessed with the guy's face. I'm really, I don't know, I really <laughs> like his face. Um, um, it- I... I was confused with this because it sounded like his name was McLovin from <laughs> And... <laughs> So I was immediately distracted by this. I don't know. I I quite like this song. I think it's it's fun. The chorus is good and the inst- instrumentation is good. It's Again, funny, it's funny as- with Ukraine though. If you look at their last three years, they they don't they don't go for any sort of theme with what they enter. No, they they're so all over the place. Obviously, they right? won they won two years ago um, with that oh, a very wow. morose song. Um, that was beautifully haunting, and then last yeah. year they had that awful rock entry time. Oh god, it was terrible. Oh, and then yeah. this, this, like they just don't—they just all over the place in terms of what they enter. At least, uh, yeah, at least this one's kind of poppy and fun, and and it sounds, you know, it sounds like something you can you can dance to. Again, it doesn't quite take it all the way. If there was, it took it to an extra level, then that's kind of what would make it a potential you know top 10 top 5 or whatever but it, it's not quite there it's it's middling for me i gave it 3.5 stars i gave it 2 oh wow okay yeah. fair enough it's it's 19th place in the odds so you yeah. know it's fine it's well, just fine i don't fine. know if it'll do that well um last up is the <laughs> wonderful united kingdom with yeah, storm by suri mm. So I mm. have audio from both Stephen and Matt to play for this I'm because very I, they are in that. very interesting um, mm. opinions from both of them. So we're going to start off with listening to Stephen. It doesn't even stand out amongst the upbeat female act. I think you know, Fuego is probably a better song for Cyprus, and I think Monsters for Finland is probably a better song. I just think she'd be forgotten. I think oh, 
probably bottom five again for UK. Ooh, bottom five. So as Stephen said, he thinks this is going to do okay with the jury, not so good overall. So yeah. uh, it's not going to do very well for us um, uh, in, in the grand yeah. scheme of things. Yeah. But... Let's now have a listen to what Matt, who, as I said, Matt has all the insider info mm. about Eurovision. Mm. Um, let's have a ground. listen to what the wonderful Matt Baker, not of Blue Peter, had to say about this. <laughs> the song is a bit middle of the road. I think it went through a revamp before go- going to Eurovision, and I think it, it improved slightly. Um, but it is a bit middle of the road. But the whole story for me this year is about Suri herself. She is, I mean, if they offered like a Miss Congeniality contest at Eurovision, she 100% has won it. She's extremely likeable. She is hilarious on social media. She doesn't take things seriously. She's there. She's representing and she's a great ambassador for the country. She's beautiful and lovely. And I just absolutely love her. And I don't care if the UK come last place with zero points. She has been brilliant. I love her. I absolutely love her. So there Aww. you go. So from speaking to Matt about this, I mean, that is, you know, 40 seconds of what was actually about five minutes of him talking about Suri yeah. nonstop. So Suri, <laughs> as we know, Suri has been involved in Eurovision in the past. She was involved with Blanche. She was involved with Loic. Um, she has Eurovision clout behind her. And so because of that, not only does she know the competition, she understands the competition, she understands how it works, but she also knows a lot of people that are involved in it. So she knows how to play the game apparently in terms of PR in terms of when she's sat inside of uh, you know doing press stuff mm. when she's yeah. working alongside other people she's friends with everyone who's involved she helps them out she's very fun and bubbly and you know just a, a, apparently a complete and utter sweetheart and although we were you know after you decide I was a bit down on Suri it was the best song of the night it was well, the best performance of the night but I don't particularly like the song but as Matt said he doesn't like the song either yeah. Um, and actually she probably should have been put forward with a better track but we should this year I agree with Matt we should be very proud of who we have entered into the Eurovision Song Contest because she is representing the UK in the yeah. absolute best way possible she's nailing it. it it's we're in a really funny place in the UK right now where um, you know last year it was very it was a very well-considered song and the ballad and everything like that was, you know, we were all behind it, but maybe, you know, she didn't necessarily know how to uh, play the Eurovision audience and, and, and live out to that kind of marketing and stuff like that. Whereas absolutely, I would agree with you this year, Suri knows how to play, you know, play to the PR and play to the journalists and play to the crowd and everything like that. She knows the the, the gig she needs to perform at, the, the, the concerts she needs to do. Um, but the song just isn't there and 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 I think for the next few years we'll be in that place where we'll be middling I think last year you know we were just below the the kind of halfway mark and and that's okay um I'm I'm okay with that for the time being like we have a lot of uh I'm like making up to do for the last like decade of shit that we've sent Eurovision's way and so I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to send people like Suri yeah. who are so enthusiastic about Eurovision and so like committed and they're not like, oh, this is just a silly thing that I'm going to do. They're like, this is, you know, this is like the biggest stage you can perform on 
ever. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, she's got. Uh, we, we as a country, as a nation, have a long journey ahead of us at the Eurovision Song Contest. But if this is the start of it, I'm absolutely fine with that. Yep, really I agree. Great. Right, hey. that's that's all the countries we've done we them all. We did all of them. So <laughs> it took awful. a bloody long time. This so, isn't at all a mini. This is probably going to be longer no. than the actual episode on Thursday this because is, we're going to have to no, record this is that now. And I've only got about half an hour left. Um, so, but if you if you agree with us, even better. If you disagree with what we've said, please do get in touch. You can contact us uh, via email at euphoriapodcast at gmail or give us a tweet at, at EuphoriaCast, and we're always looking at those things. We bloody love it when you tweet at us. Excellent stuff. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the semi finals. Hey. So, love <laughs> you, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.